Welcome to episode two of Just Asian Things podcast, another podcast where two Asian Americans talk about not being Asian enough. I am one of your hosts, John Wynn. And I'm Chris Strung. And we're going to be talking about random things right now. We're going to wing it. Winging it. Jeff Winger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking cue segue. Cue segue music. Cue Pornhub music. Fucking segue. All right. Um, so back in the day before, you know, we both have decent jobs now. But back in the day, especially when we were still in school or when you first dropped out, uh, and we didn't have a lot of money. No money at all. Yeah. None. Zero, right? <laughs> Nada. Some, but like we didn't have enough to spend on any fancy dates. So what what were some of the things that you had to do in order to compensate? Oh, like like cheap you, first dates? Yeah, cheap first dates. Like cheap Asian first dates, right? Cheap, yeah, specifically cheap, cheap Asian first cheap dates. Cheap Asian first dates. There, I mean, I, you had to kind of get creative back when you were working on a college student budget. Yeah. So for me, what's historically worked for me best in the past I would say sticking these girls out to a basic boba date. Oh, wait. Did you tell me back basic in the day your boba three date. Bs? My three Bs. Yeah. What was it? It's boba, bowling, Be- yeah. beach. That's actually quite a lot for a first date. Yeah. You did all three on one date? All three on one date. Yeah. So the theme is taking your, the person that you're going out on a date with to multiple locations. Mm-hmm. And each location you go to... And it's essentially another picture, another mm-hmm. experience within that first date. So within yeah. that first date, you're getting three dates all together. Yeah. So number one. How t- long would these dates take, dude? That, that's like an all-day thing, no? I would say no. Like maybe up to hours to three hours, depending on how many of those you activities you want to do. Yeah. Three hours for boba, bowling, and beach? Yeah. It's what? pretty chill. So number one, you'll dude. go bowling, maybe bowl like one game, one or two games. Yeah. And that will take maybe up to an hour. And that's a good chance you kind of relax, kind of have a little bit of fun. If you want to, you can even be kind of physical like, oh, hey, you're bowling for me. <laughs> I think it could be a little bit better. I think this is how you bowl. And maybe you can be all sly, slide it right behind them, kind of, kind of mm, be a little bit physical. And, and that's, that's a good indication. With consent though, right? Obviously with consent. Always with consent. And that's a good indication of how interested that other person is with you. Yeah. So if, if they're about it, they'll kind of like snuggle a little bit more towards you. Uh-huh. If they're not about it, they'll slide a little bit further away. And then right? you were like, red flag. All right. Red sign. flag. Okay. Yeah. Sign that they're not interested. Yeah. So next after bowling, you'll yeah. maybe want to take them to go get boba. There's actually a really cool spot in Newport Beach. Everyone in Orange County knows about this spot. What is it? It's Seaside Bakery. Seaside Bakery? I didn't know about this. Yeah, Seaside Bakery in is Newport it, Beach. Is it by the pier? It's by the pier. They're, I think, next to some of the nightclubs in that area. And you can okay. get, like, a green Thai tea in that area. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Is, it, is it? Do they have donuts and stuff, too? They do have donuts and they have croissants. I think I know what you're talking about, then. Yeah, it's really well-known. Like, okay. It's, it's like a secret spot, but everyone knows about it. Okay. So. And then after that, you'll walk along the beach. Maybe we'll walk along the pier. Okay. So I have had a lot of success implementing <laughs> this model. Yeah, I I'll, wonder how many people you know also right do the now. same. Like, I feel like, especially if you're Asian, in, in Orange County in Southern California, boba dates are super common. That's what, I, I think that's common. I think beach dates are also super common. Yeah. I think likewise for myself. Even, even now with money, you still can't beat a beach date. No, right? it's, 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 like, it's not experience. awkward. It's it's free and it it's a little bit more intimate, especially if you go at night. But 
bowling i don't know too much about but all three in one day sounds yeah. intense yeah it's it's a really great experience and what kind of makes or breaks this date is how engaged the other person is so yeah. at each step of the way you're kind of engaging the other person's interest in you it's like oh hey we just finished bowling okay and after like an hour some people can get a little bit tired you want to see mm-hmm. how willing the other person is down for the night to continue it's like hmm we just already <laughs> had this one hour date but i don't want to end it here yeah and, and so you ask you're them, trying to like you're trying to see the other person yeah wants you're to like hey too. do you want to like go to the beach too and they're like yeah and then you're like yes yeah score so and then you go to go get boba and then you go to okay. the beach and there's actually a secret fourth b what is the fourth b bonking <laughs> <laughs> i knew what it was but i just had to ask you, you knew what it was yeah you i know ask. you i know your humor um but as for the success rate for that that's to be that's that's questionable that's that's something that all you listeners will have to find out on your own okay for me (laughs) where are they gonna find out well maybe we do like a (laughs) like a q a or q a in person yeah y'all can get a chance to know the real me yeah not recorded not recorded damn dude dude how about how about maybe in the future our patreon sponsors get to take me out for a date <laughs> you know like the whole like on like Asian like uh what is it Asian dating? You know like the Facebook group is like Asian subtle traits. Subtle Asian dating? Yeah, it's like subtle Asian dating. That's a thing where like like auction you or like friends would auction you where yeah, they're like, yeah. hey, like date this person, here's their bio, here's some pictures, here's what they're all about. Yeah. That could be a thing for Patreon. Yeah, that could be. But you know what's kind of the sucky thing about person. that? It's almost become a more marketing platform where mm. people are less interested in actually going out on these dates. And they're more interested in getting followers yeah. on their IG pages. That's smart, though, actually. It is a really good it, way to get followers. It's a smart tactic. But Especially if you're I really mean, attractive, like traditionally, quote-unquote, traditionally attractive. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's actually a really good way to, to get followers, get some more noticeability. But for all of our listeners out there, get ready for maybe a Patreon in the future <laughs> where y'all get to go out on a first date with me and John. Yes. If we ever get beyond our four and a half listeners. Four and a half listeners, please listen up. Then we'll this get is there. a chance for that half listener to yeah woo us, dude. You're right though. I mean, even nowadays though, like I said earlier, like even even with money, you beach dates and boba dates, you can't you can't beat. Even can't when beat you're it. in a relationship, there there really isn't much that can beat a boba date. Yeah, it's so I I really love it. Yeah, my my girlfriend, she's a big fan of Tasty, mm-hmm. and I always have to like get Tasty for her all the time. So SMH, it's a thing. I'm not a big fan of Tasty. Yeah. Do well, you like Tasty? Tasty is okay. It's more like she likes it. Yeah. What I really like and what I would recommend people take their first dates to, there's like a, this awesome coffee shop in Garden Grove. It's called Aroma Cafe. <laughs> just came out recently. Just opened up. They have like this great matcha and like this great mint coffee. You just did like a super sly plug. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been there? It's great. No, I have been there in person, but I've tried their, their drinks before and it is pretty good. Yeah, but I've gotten you some of their drinks, right? Yeah. So if any of you listeners <laughs> would like to woo a girl, there's no better place than Aroma Cafe. Just bring yeah. your girl and bring like five bucks. Boom. Yeah. Cheap first date. Guaranteed to fall in love. Uh, five bucks. Right away. Enough for both drinks? No, huh? Well, just buy her a drink and you get yourself a couple of ice water. <laughs> So that that's your cheap date right yeah. there. It's like, hey, I care about. I want to date you so bad. I want to get you the drink, and I'll be willing to drink the ice water. Yeah, dude. If that doesn't show dedication, like you shouldn't be dating that person, anyways. True, true. 
I love how you, you did that subtle plug and uh, it's we're totally not sponsored. So totally not sponsored. All, everything we just said is not sponsored. Um, we're just shouting out for uh, for the for the homie for the homie and I mean it is legitly it is legit a, a good spot. If, if you take your girl out to Aroma and y'all don't fall in love, you guys can blame us. Yeah. Yes. But don't blame us. But don't blame us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any blame whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yeah. What do you think is a good first date? I think the same like thing. a good cheap Asian first date. I think any any good cheap date is a free date. It's so a free date. so the the cheapest you can get is free. So like like you said, maybe boba because it already is pretty cheap. But like beaches anywhere that requires I don't know anywhere you can just walk around have a good view. I think those are always the best dates just because you get to know the person better. Um, you get to walk around and be more isolated. Like you're not surrounded by big groups of people or crowds. So you can be a little bit more, a little, you can be a little bit more intimate if you wanted to. Um, but I definitely don't have like a, like a set, like a set formula, a set formula like you, where yeah, you, don't, like, you don't literally plan out every step of the way in a little binder with no formula. No, back in the day, I'd just be like, freaking let's wing it like you go on the date and you don't even know what you're gonna do until you get in the car together and you're like okay what do you want to do and for the most part 99 percent of the time no problem no problem yeah i definitely did not have a formula but uh i have a lot to learn clearly from you chris i have had <laughs> a lot of experience with my past yeah i'll dude, leave it at that likewise we'll leave it ambiguous ambiguous it, we'll leave it for all you future Patreon sponsors to find out on this date you're taking us on. Yeah. Donate how much? Yes. We, we just cost a dollar. Donate a dollar. Yes, we're cheap. <laughs> Everything about us is cheap. Y'all can buy our love. Yeah. But uh, we don't have a Patreon yet, so you won't find the link at least right now if you're listening to yeah. this episode. But hopefully once we're past those four and a half listeners, we'll, we'll think about... Yeah, we'll, we'll try to find a way for, for everyone to buy us. Uh, segue, show, uh, blah, 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 and body hair, and body hair, that's our segue into this new topic, body hair, body and how hair. a lot of Asians lack body hair, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, lack of body hair is the, is the topic, that's but, the um, topic. I don't know, I feel like for myself, I'm like, decently hairy for an Asian, but I definitely don't, cannot grow facial hair, I'm trying, and you hate it. But I, I really uh, hate it. I, I'm it, trying. Your facial hair reminds me of a partly dead rat if it was kind of pasted to your chin. Does, is it really not good? <laughs> it's, it's not terrible, but it's not good. Okay. So you're saying I should shave it completely. Wait, for real though, you don't think it's that good? I think it's very mediocre. Okay. That's, that's the Asian parent in me okay. saying that. Is it because you're so used to me without facial hair? I'm, I'm so used to Asians without facial hair in general that okay. when I do see one trying to but like... You have facial hair right now. Well, I shaved this morning. No way you grew that in, in the last eight hours. Honest you know you did not grow that no, in the last honest to God. Hours. And it's great because, number one, I can't grow facial hair. But number two, as a firefighter, I'm not allowed to have facial hair. So yeah. I can just blame it all on being a firefighter. What's that? Okay. It's not because I can't grow facial hair because of my genetics. Yeah. It's because I'm not allowed to. But that's also why you're hairless everywhere else too. Actually, yeah. If you look at my arms, yeah, you... this is a podcast, but I have no arm hair <laughs> at all. 
You can you can count on one hand the amount of arm hair follicles that I have. Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't notice these things until we until we came up with this topic. But you're right, you are pretty hairless. Yeah. Well, I actually have a lot of leg hair too, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. So my leg hair is I have thick ass leg hair. So here's the thing, and this is actually a very Asian thing, but and my this is actually something that I I guess have my mom yeah. to credit for. But she said that when I, when I was a lot younger, I used to never have leg hair. And Asians have this, con- like, this conception that if you shave hair, it will grow Go back thicker, thicker right? and harder. Yeah, dude. And longer. That, that's an Asian thing. I have heard that yes. from, my, from my uncles. So apparently she said that when I was like a kid, I never had leg hair. So she would always shave my leg hair. Oh, that's right. You were telling that's me. How dude, your I have mom so much leg hair would, now. Your mom would that's shave your leg hair too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's so, freaking crazy. Thanks, mom, for the leg hair. Also, why couldn't you shave my arms at the same time? Yeah. So it worked. So you do have leg hair. I do have leg hair. I don't know if that's just because I grew leg hair down the line. Yeah. Or if it was a shaving. Don't, I don't think it's actually scientifically proven that hair shaving goes back any thicker. I don't think that's a thing. I think I, that's just superstition. I agree. I don't think that's a natural that's thing. Asian superstition. But that superstition seems to be true with your leg hair as example one. Well, and then my uncle, who is a cop and always believed, or he used to always shave his head for the academy as a cop back in the day. Yeah. Kind of like you too. You used to shave your head too, yeah, right? Yeah, I did. Right? But like he, he continues to do it every year, and he's the only dude on my mom's side of the family who has a full head of hair. He still has full hair? Yeah. And he's the only one that shaves. He, like, he strongly believes shaving it once a year Will, won't make him go bald dude that's an asian superstition yeah it is but it feels like it's almost true in the sense if it's you know for him it works well, I mean, it's clear that for your legs it works it's been passed down for thousands and thousands of years so. yeah that's but super y- interesting you know what else is pretty asian superstitious oh what is it traditional medicine oh yeah you're right you're right my grandpa and i were just talking about it i visited him yesterday he had like a bad fall recently uh he's doing better now though but so i was just visiting him talking about how he's taking less medication now and I'm like, that's good. Like, why are you taking about eight, nine pills before your doc- the, the doctor now says to take only these two? After he takes them, he freaking drinks a, a cup of tukbak. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's like that oral, very yeah. barrier medicine, yeah. right? And I was like, why are you drinking that? Is the doctor know you're drinking that? And he's like, no. And I'm like, then you shouldn't be drinking it. You went to the hospital because you had like high potassium and other shit. And, and it caused you to fall. Why are you all of a sudden trying to take more shit that you don't even know what it does? He's like, oh, it works. It works. And I'm like, yeah, thousands and thousands of years passed down from the mm-hmm. ancient ancestors. Mm-hmm. Have you, you've taken that stuff before, right? Uh, forcibly. Yeah. yeah, same. Forcibly. It's disgusting. You know what else is pretty Asian and superstitious? The, the, the coining thing. What do they call it? The, the yao with the, the Asian oil. The yeah. Vietnamese yao. Yeah, yo just means oil in yeah. Vietnamese. Yeah. yeah, so you'll get like a, for those of y'all out there who may not have experienced it, you'll get like maybe a quarter and get this Vietnamese hot oil, put it onto your back, and with the coin, you will like just fuck up your entire back with scratching. And apparently it releases, what, what, what is it? I release? don't know. Anger, stress. Anger, stress, <laughs> frustration, parental disappointment. <laughs> it just really if, is- if I let my mom do this, my back, she'll love me more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so apparently it gets rid of maybe toxins in your back. and What toxins they are, we don't know. We don't know. 
ask, sun ask the ancestors from 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Or like the suction cup things. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. My mom used to do that on me a couple of times. Yeah, dude, it'll leave these massive bruises. Or I don't know, it's like these dark spots in your back. It's kind yeah. of scary. But I guess I guess we're alive and, you know, our, our, our culture is it's thriving. Culture. And something's working where it's not affecting us at all. So You know, I actually have a really funny story about coining. What, okay, so us. I went clubbing with a friend for her birthday not too long ago, and I was with one of her friends, right? Mm-hmm. And we go back to um, uh, the friend's house, and she, the girl I was with, she was hella drunk. And so we get her into the house, and my friend's mom, she thought that that was her daughter, but it was like some other random girl. Oh, right? shoot. Yeah. So she's yelling at her, and then she's taking off like her the back of her shirt, and she's coining her because she's drunk. And um, yeah. apparently coining will get rid of drunkenness. So she's coining the fuck yeah. out of her. And then when she goes back Dude. into the daughter's room yeah. and the do- and the, her actual daughter is in there, she takes one double take of like the daughter and, and the this- random girl that I'm with on the couch. And he's like, oh, fuck. She <laughs> comes back out and she's all nice. Oh, sweetie, are you okay? Can I get you anything? Can I get you water with the lemon yeah. in it? So, just, <laughs> so a random person was coined? Yeah, a, a one of her random friends just fucking coined. What? How does this friend not be like, oh, that's weird. No. Yeah. Well, she was drunk. She was that drunk. That's and I was, crazy. I, was, I thought she was just like a caring person. I was like, oh, she must care so much about her friends. She will coin one of her friends. <laughs> coin the drunk away, dude. <laughs> coin the drunk away. Dude, that's so weird. I've never heard of coining helping with uh, being drunk. I guess that is a very Asian it's, thing. It's a catch-all thing. Yeah. What's that? You're sick? Coin. Fever? Yeah. Coin. coin. You, you feel stupid? Coin. coin. <laughs> You're disappointed in your kids? Coin. Coin. <laughs> Freaking. Damn, your kids isn't studying? Coin. Coin. <laughs> damn, that is a pretty Asian thing. I have not been coined in, in years. I'm glad. That shit was painful. Yeah. I wonder, like, yeah. Because when we say coins, too, for all our non-Vietnamese or non-Asian listeners, those coins are freaking thick. Right? Yeah, it's a fucking quarter. Yeah, and it's like... On the little stick, right? Is that where you're, the type of coining that you were that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. You can put it onto a stick. Sometimes it would just use the actual quarter itself without a stick. What you like real quarters? Yeah, real fucking what? quarters. I've never heard of that. Damn, am I even Vietnamese? <laughs> Barely. And my That's grandma would whoop my ass. Yeah. She'd take out the freaking belt or like one of those, you know, like, I don't think I've seen them as much anymore, you, but you know, like those feather duster things. Oh, I remember those. Those, those things fucking hurt, man. You got, you got hit by that? Yeah. I got hit, used to, I used to get hit by the long chopsticks that we'd use with lo- walks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. The super long chopsticks. You fucking hit with chopsticks? Thicker. Dude, that shit hurts. <laughs> fucking hit with chopsticks, that shit dude. That super, sounds super Asian. I mean, that discipline didn't really do much for me other than it kind of mold my humor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> My they, darker sense of comedy. Th- th- thanks, thank you to your mom for whooping you into a funnier person. Yeah. That's well, freaking hilarious. Chris, how'd you get to be so funny? Thanks. It was the trauma and being beaten as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of true, though. Being beaten, uh, you wouldn't really be Asian growing up in the 90s if you weren't at least whipped once. Yeah. If you don't get hit by like a chunkla or like a slipper at least five times, you're not Asian. Yeah. You're true. not Asian. Dude, I got so defiant of that, though. Once, because even if you get hit, you get desensitized to that after a while. And, you do. And at, at one point, I don't know how old I was, I just didn't give a fuck anymore. If I got whipped with a belt or with a, one of those feather duster things, I'm like, fucking take it. I'm going to still do what just I want to do. Just take it, yeah. Yeah. 
And that's why I feel that parents get even more creative once that point reaches. There was a point where once all of the like hitting kind of yeah. stopped phasing me as much, I, I had to start kneeling down for hours oh. <laughs> on the fucking like wood floor. I was like, what's that? Oh, you think you're all cool now, huh? Yeah. Fucking kneel down. And I'm just kneeling down for an hour. So I'm like, fuck, this Yeah, sucks. they're like, what's worse than inflicting physical pain on my child? Freaking boredom. Boredom. And more physical pain on their knees. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, then parents slowly started um, evolving and graduating to more emotional types of punishment. Yeah. No video games, no phone, and that type of more of like taking away your things yeah. than actual physical punishment, I feel. Yeah, they, they started getting next level with that stuff. I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. And that actually kind of hurts, though. That hurts even more. It, it, it's true. I say it as a joke, and you say it as a joke, I'm sure, but like... Oh, it's 100% true. It's, it's kind of Like true. I said, it's that dark humor yeah. inside of us. It's like, oh, fuck. I don't want, especially as you don't want to disappoint your parents as Asians, right? Yeah, you don't, that's such an Asian thing. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of sad. Like, you know your parents just want you to be a certain way, not only for yourself, because they get bragging rights. Like, they can talk to other family members, their brothers or sisters, their cousins, and be like, oh, yeah, my kid's doing this. It's almost like we're another form of competing. Yeah, I, I swear, and I will always say this, Asians were the first people to invent social media. I mean, mm -hmm. MySpace, Facebook, psh, Asian networking had all of these weddings and parties. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's your son doing? Oh, <laughs> he's just an engineer. My son is a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like we're bragging. It's like they couldn't yeah. compete against each other in their own lives. So now they're living vicariously through exactly. Oh, your son has been with his girlfriend for two years. No ring yet. Oh, my son only with his girlfriend for three months. Boom, ring on the finger, bitch. <laughs> What's up? The faster you get married, the better it is. Yeah. I mean, all Asians really want to do is go to these Asian weddings, drink their fucking Hennessy, get fucking red mm -hmm. drunk, and like just get obnoxious and, and loud. The Asian uncles, the Asian drunk uncles at yeah. the weddings, that's a thing. It is. It is a thing. It's a thing even without, not at weddings. Not at the weddings, even at like parties. <laughs> at family gatherings or yeah. whatsoever, dinners. 100%, yeah. It's kind of funny. What would you say are some of the more prestigious careers that Asian parents want you to be? I think for me, for a long time, my mom, mm -hmm. she wanted me to become a dentist. Same. And I was like, Dude, same. Same? Oh, dentist shit. or something like medical related, right? It's, it's always one of those. Yeah, or a cop. Or a firefighter, which, hey. I mean, for me, my mom was, she really wanted me to become a dentist. I mean, I tried at first. I went to Long Beach, you know, for a yeah. little bit. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a good boy. I'm going to go be a dentist. Dude, and then I got so fucking bored. I was like, nah, fuck this. Dude, you fucking hated that shit. You sleep all the time. I sleep all the I was so disengaged. Dude, I didn't realize you were a bio major this whole time. In like the seven, eight years I've known you, I did not know you were a bio major. That's why you're only one of my best friends. <gasps> That hurts me, Chris, especially because we're recording and this is going to be forever. Forever. Forever on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I was just so off put by all of these careers that these Asian parents want to just force down and jam down your throat. Yeah. That, I mean, I was like, hey, enough is enough. Dropped out, become a firefighter. I'm like, I'm doing me now. You know? Yeah. No, and you made it work out. I mean, being a firefighter is not just an Asian thing that a lot of parents want their kids to be it's just like a general aspirational thing that all kids want to do yeah I feel like now more than ever more kids want to be firefighters than let's say other public sector jobs like being a police officer yeah it's firefighter is like a definitely great career yeah um, you know what's kind of weird though 
What, what's up? So, so this is something that I didn't really find found out until I started the fire service in America. Yeah. Um, in America, like firefighters have a pretty prestigious name. Um, mm-hmm. but in the more Asian countries, they're still kind of viewed more traditionally blue collared workers. Almost. Really? Yeah. That that was. It is. It's not that, prestigious to be a firefighter in other countries or in, 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 Asian, in, country? in Asian countries mostly. Uh, they still have uh, a blue collar stigma. That I didn't really recognize until I started the fire service. What do you mean by blue collar stigma? So it's more firefighters are viewed almost like these more labor intensive jobs, like plumbers and oh. trash workers. But so those are necessities too. Th- those are all necessities, but yeah. they're still viewed more in line with that rather than the medical association that they kind of have in the states right now. Oh, gotcha. So yeah, yeah it's it- it's really different i would say yeah that's interesting and it's, i mean it's even interesting that you're you're grouping like plumbers and or people who like pick up the garbage as as you know blue collar workers in the sense that yeah. they're not prestigious jobs yeah and i guess in some sense that's true but they're totally needed and without I, them i i wouldn't who's gonna say do the job right yeah i'm not saying that those are not good important jobs for the economy and for the day-to-day operations of everyone else yeah but they are labor intensive and that means that they are blue collar jobs because of their labor background yeah so in those asian countries firefighters are still viewed more towards as labor intensive blue collar jobs that's super interesting i had no idea and we're recording again. Okay. And we're back. Okay. So we just took a little short break, but we were just talking about careers. Yeah. Careers and the best jobs to disappoint your parents with. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you were just talking about your thing right now. So I was just mentioning that, like, really similar to your situation, my parents didn't, or my parents wanted me to become like a dentist too, mm-hmm. or like a doctor, some type of medical field, a lawyer, or. An cop engineer? Or, fire, or engineer. Or exactly. engineer. Yeah. Um, but I ended up going towards the marketing route, and, and my parents did, did, do not know what marketing is. And to this day, even though I work in entertainment now, do not know what I do. And I just tell them, like, I do ads. Even though it's not necessarily true, because that's just what they know. Yeah. But all they know is that I'm bringing in good money, and they're like, okay, that's good enough. Good enough. But, and, you know, I definitely did not follow that traditional, like, your parents want you to, you know, yeah. go be a doctor and at, field. At some point, you got to start living your life for you and not for other people. Yeah. And, and, and in hindsight, though, I, part of me kind of does wish I went towards that more traditional, like, you know, I don't know, like, lawyer, doctor, dentist, or whatever. Just because now as an adult, I know how much money they make. And I'm like, oh fuck dude oh fuck yeah <laughs> like where is that money you know in entertainment working working in marketing a lot of me thinks back to hmm if i was more engaged with a better upbringing and yeah. like a more stable home maybe i would have been a doctor mm-hmm. but also that's a lot of studying a lot of time where you're not making a lot of money either so yeah. i don't know a lot of a lot of uh doctors graduate with Tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of oh, debt. easily. My friend is studying to become a dentist too. Oh, and sick. she's saying that dental school is anywhere from three hundred thousand to six hundred thousand for a private school. No way. So, is your friend going to private school? She hasn't decided yet. Oh, dude, that's insane. I know. That's so expensive. And so you have to first. You can buy a house. You have to make up all of that money and paying off all of that debt first before you even start doing anything with your life. Yeah. I guess in the sense that they'll be starting quote unquote later in life because they're in school longer and they're they have more years worth of debt, 
but eventually, right, everyone catches up. Like no matter if you make a little money now, more money in the future, or people, you know, you shouldn't compare yourself against anyone because yeah. everyone moves at their own pace. Everyone has their own pace. Exactly. But it's just so foreign to me starting your life so late because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just 26 right now, but everything's folding out perfectly in my life so far. Yeah, it's true. I mean, just as an outside observer looking at your life and knowing you for the years I've known you, you definitely took a very non-traditional path with the way you so dropped out of college, ended up working odd jobs. Yeah, weird jobs, food and beverage for a while. You worked at Boiling Crab. And eventually, yeah. yeah. I was actually part of this volunteer program. Um, it's called AmeriCorps. Yeah. And basically, you do a lot national volunteer service. I built homes in Colorado for Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. And I was living on a... It, they don't even pay you money. They give you a living stipend and they pay for your housing. But I was working on $400 a month. Yeah. Dude, insane. $400 a month. Wild, dude. Yeah. You live on, you, you spend that much a day now almost. <laughs> I, I easily spend up to $400 a day. Yeah. <laughs> With some of the stuff you do now? Yeah. My, my girlfriend has expensive tastes. Oh, yeah. Was, what's that one restaurant she wants to go to? Is it Shabu Shabu, right? It's some Mo- Mokoji. Yeah. Dude, yeah. this place is expensive, man. Yeah, you can easily rack up. Especially it's if, the amount that we eat, though. I I can never get my money's worth. Dude. That's the whole rice. <laughs> that's my whole worth. rice to meat ratio thing all over. Then yeah, hopefully she's gonna be listening to this. Our our previous segment about making the most of your money and then realize that Mokoji is not the way to go. Yeah, thank God at least for a Mokoji, they have unlimited rice. So okay, I, every time I go there, five bowls of rice minimum. Yeah, to get me full. Yeah, when when you and I went there, I, I was like, dude, I I'm super not full right now. Chris, super not full. You better be paying for this. <laughs> I've been paying a lot. <laughs> you have? Yeah, like that actually like that's an Asian thing, isn't it? It is an Asian wanting, thing. Wanting wanting to fight over the bill and wanting to fight over who gets the honor and privilege of paying. Yeah, it's almost like it, by paying, it's almost a power move in a sense where you're like, "No. No, right? like I've got this. Yeah. I've got the money. Let me fucking flex on you right now." Exactly. And in in some ways, it's 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 coming across in one sense as like oh that's so polite of you that's so nice of you but on the other hand it's almost aggressive it's aggressive it's like no like i've had family members get into legit verbal arguments in public over paying the bill before like that's it's that that's an asian thing yeah it is an asian thing wanting the honor and privilege of paying for the other person yeah and you feel good and in some senses too i think it kind of just boils down to natural human instinct like we as humans, at least I feel, you know, maybe not everyone, right? But definitely for myself, and I feel like you too, you feel more satisfied when you spend money on other people yeah. rather than yourself. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And that, that also does cause an obligation to the other person as well too, though, right? Would, it you, does, would you agree with that? Yeah, whenever someone does pay for me, I always feel like next time I need to pay for them. Yeah. And it kind of balanced it, which is how we've been doing it for the most part. Yeah, so I, I think we have a pretty good relationship with that. Like most yeah. of the time, I will pay... But whenever I do get to pay, you will usually try to fight me on the next one and you will pay it back. Yeah. So, so far, it's been good. I think the last two times, though, you, you paid. Oh, yeah. You paid for Makoji and then you paid for, I think you got, like, you got food the other day or something. Yeah. So I, I'm, too, I'm too deep now. You're, you're too deep. I think that just makes you a bad Asian. No. no. From you're, now on. You're, you're just a bad Asian. Just, that's it. I'm just not bad. You know what? You can pay from now on. Oh, all right? okay. I'll, I'll, that's that's going to be the new modern Asian way. That's where, the modern Asian. Yeah, you, being okay with letting others pay for your exactly. dinner. Exactly. That's going to be us breaking the stereotype. Breaking the stereotype. You can pay for me. 
just just be that freeloader break the steroids yeah everyone. or when it's even even like with the first dates i feel like back in the day even only just a few years ago um it's it's more common or it was common to expect the guy to, to pay. pay for for all of the date right yeah i mean for yeah for like you know when a guy grow out typically the guy was expected to pay i feel like nowadays though it, it's more common to just split the bill. Yeah, for these random first dates that you don't really know the person too well, right? Exactly. You know, for as extensive of a dating history as I've had, there's only been one person that I've gone on a first date with. They split that, or pay? Well, no, no, not even just split. They've actually paid for the really? first date. Yeah, it was this girl Whoa. I met off of Tinder. Don't remember her name. I mean, she was cute. And... We were having like a good conversation at the boba shop. Yeah. And she was like, oh, hey. Like it was time to go. She was like, hey, don't worry about this. I've got it. And yeah. she took the fucking bill and she paid for it. And I was like, damn. I mean, you were like, I oh, thought you shit. were cute before, but whew. Yeah. <laughs> that is cool, though. That was, that, a, that was a power move. Yeah. That was, I feel like it's not common. It is weird that it does feel like a power move when the girl pays first, right? Yeah. Why? That's not, isn't that weird? She just but, went into, yeah, that was, that was pretty yeah, cool. That's awesome, though. Yeah. More yeah. Power to her. So as you guys all know, COVID is hitting everyone pretty hard. And I guess one of the suckiest parts for me personally is not being able to eat at my favorite restaurants, right? Yeah, that sucks. It is a very first world problem, but it is a problem nonetheless, right? Yeah, I I mean, I think the thing I miss the most is being able to eat at those Korean barbecue buffet places. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, fucking KBBQ. Oh my God, dude. Oh, so Flashbacks good. Flashbacks to, yeah, one of my coworkers told me about this Korean barbecue place. It's not super well known. I definitely had better places, but this place in uh, K-Town called Quarters. Quarters? Have you ever been there? I don't think I have. Not dude, it's not even the Korean barbecue. That, I mean, it was good, but they're fucking sesame chicken. Wow, man. You know what's good? Brisket. Brisket is like yes. the staple. Agreed. Of Korean barbecue. You can't go wrong. It is the go-to. Yeah. Brisket is to Asian dining as macaroni and cheese is to like white people food. Yeah. It's it's that good. It's so good. I definitely so fucking good. you have to order it whenever you go. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you ever eat a lot of the side dishes that you get at Korean barbecue places? Or I no? do. I feel like I've whenever like all the times we've been to Korean barbecue, I feel like I've eaten more of the side dishes than you. That's like the first yeah, thing well, I go for. I, I'm always eating a lot of meat. Yeah. But I mean, I, I eat like a lot of meat, but I still, okay, yeah, I, oh, Chris eats a lot of meat, yum, just yeah. shoving meat down my throat. Yeah, you love your meat, Chris. I love my meat. But I also like eating a lot of rice with my meat, too. I can't yeah. just eat meat alone. Do you ever feel the same way? No, I, I feel the same way. You, I, I have to eat it with something else. Most of the time, it has to be rice. Yeah, like, it's been so ingrained in me growing up, being yeah. Asian and being poor, I mean, the two are kind of like one and one you, together. You have to be. But you have to have like a certain like meat to rice ratio, right? Yeah, it does. I freaking pack my rice though. I don't think there's been a day in the past couple of years where I haven't had rice just once. Like every day I've had, I've had rice. It's some so weird when you don't. Like because I was so poor fucking growing up, yeah. I would increase the amount of rice to, to my meat yourself ratio. Up. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. And I mean, as I've grown up more and I've made more money, yeah. I, my rice to meat ratio has gotten better. Is it okay? I was gonna say, is it the same or not? No, it's it's gotten better, but I still have to have at least some sort of rice. Okay. With my meat, it's so you, impossible not to. So are you saying that you know when you made it, if you have a bigger meat to rice ratio? Yeah. So before, maybe <laughs> when I was a kid, it would be like, hey, for every one piece of meat, yeah, three times as much rice with that one small little piece. Okay. So one to three ratio if you're poor. Mm-hmm. And and when you're 
making it big time, maybe you can increase that to like a two to one ratio of mm-hmm. meat to rice. Like for every two pieces of meat you eat, you can have one smaller portion okay. of rice. So more rice to meat when you made it. No, more rice to meat when you're poor. Yeah. Because rice will fill you up more. Mm-hmm. But more meat to rice when, when you, made you have more money. Yeah. Okay. So, so now, since you have more meat to rice ratio, have you made it yet? Do you feel like you made it? No, I'm still like half and half. Mm-hmm. Like, I, still- still, I, I just love rice that much. <laughs> it's, it's not because I'm not making money. It's because I just love rice that yeah, much. Yeah, dude. I feel like even if we made it, even if I feel like if we made it, I would still have more rice to meat just because I love rice that much. Yeah. Our parents taught us good. Yeah. They, they brainwashed us at a young age. Mmm, this bland carbohydrate. Yummy. Yeah. It does dampen the flavors of really strong like meats though. Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of like it for that reason. It kind of dampens or neutralizes the strong flavors for meats. Dude, speaking of which, how many plates and rounds usually go at these Korean barbecue places? I don't know. At all at all you can eat places? Yeah, they like these all you can eat Korean barbecue places. How much do we usually eat? I feel like we go at least Four rounds, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, at least yeah, four, four rounds. Especially if we get really lean meats like mm-hmm. briskets. Did you ever grow up with this sort of mentality where your parents would raise you like, hey, we're going to an all-you-can-eat buffet. Yeah. You have to eat at least this much food for us to make this trip worth it, yeah. right? No, totally. You have to fill up your plate and you have to finish it. And if anything, uh, some places let you even take food home to go. Mm-hmm. So just, but you can't, pack new food so then you just have quote unquote leftover on your plate and they'll pack it for you you do it on purpose so you have extra food to take home yeah like you can't let these small businesses win you can't let the man win you gotta you gotta one up them yeah dude it's kind of shocking though like i and i'm surprised like whenever there's a family i don't know or a celebration of some sorts you typically go to buffet all you can eat buffet yeah what's that someone is graduating from high school all you can eat buffet exactly oh college someone, someone became a doctor all you can buffet. <laughs> no matter how much money you're making, if, you, if, if it's more than four or five people for a family gathering for a celebration, you go to an all you can eat buffet. Johnny's getting out of prison for the third time in a row. All you can eat <laughs> buffet. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> dude. It's so true though. For your um, fire, fire academy thing, yeah. Yeah, we went to an all you can eat buffet. And didn't we go back to the same exact spot for another we reason? We did, yeah. yeah what was it for? What was the second time for? Oh, we went both there for the same time. I think we went there the first time because you finished the academy. And then you went there again. For the second time, I finished my, my career fire department academy, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, weird. We went to the same spot. Dude, buffets, they're an integral part of the Asian experience. <laughs> Dude, I think that's... Cheating, the, the, cheating the system is part of that Asian experience, too. It is. Too. You got to fill yourself up. Got to um, fill yourself up. Maximize your money. Yeah, like you go see these Asian buffets, steer clear of the French fries, steer clear of the Asian pizzas, all the carbs, all of the carbs, no potatoes. You're there for the protein. Yeah, you're there for the protein. And the seafood. And the seafood. You know, my mom would always make me take an empty plate and wait in line for whenever they would drop the fresh crab legs. Are they fresh though? Do you know they're fresh? Fresh. They're, Fresh they're frozen, but whenever they pop out a new serving, yeah. I was the first one in line. Yeah. I was mommy's boy. Yeah, dude. That's the reason why you go for these places. You don't yeah. go there for the freaking carbs, for the bread, for the pizza. For yeah, the I'm, not, I'm not getting those crab legs from my mom because mm-hmm. like crab legs are good. I mean, they're good. But I was getting it for mom's love. Mm-hmm. I was like, mom, please be proud of me. I, got, yeah. I brought you crab legs. It's like, what is the most expensive thing you can get at the buffet? Probably seafood. Seafood. So always, seafood's always gone first. Yeah. You gotta be first in line. You gotta be first in line. Yeah. Dude, I, I think maybe at the same buffet, 
I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this, but when you go to the bathroom at a buffet, you see a lot of people throwing up in there. Is it just me? Or you're, getting, you're getting ready for round two. <laughs> you gotta make your money's worth. It's not enough for you to eat and get full. You have to puke it out and you that's have to a, eat even that's more. That's a real problem, dude. I've seen people throw up in bathrooms at all like, eat buffets for that reason, I'm suspecting, so that they can eat again. Damn, this is some Hunger Games level shit, dude. Yeah, it's it's like super sad whenever whenever I see that happen, but I think it's a real thing. People are really desperate to make their money's worth. Yeah, and they weren't Asian though. <laughs> oh, they weren't Asian? <laughs> they weren't even Asian. All right, and that's a wrap of episode two of Just Asian Things Podcast. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening to us talk nonsense. Thank you all for listening to this stupid bullshit. Please feel free to follow us on our social media accounts at Just Asian Podcast. Yep, and if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I think I fucked up and said Apple Music last time. But if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate any feedback you might have, uh, and it would really help us out. Let us know if you liked us. Let us know if you hate us. And that's it. That's all we have. We out. <laughs>